gravy. What? You gonna start? All week, I think about ways to start this damn podcast, and nothing comes to my brain. So creatively, as a team, we have to think of ways like this to start the podcast. And I don't know how many more episodes I have of this. Just gonna have to ask on the social media. Yeah, I mean, listen, we're here. If anyone got ideas. Ray, say what's up to the Nets. Oh, Nets World, second place, soon to be first. Fort. I'm here. I got a mic. Shout out Verizon. Only took three episodes. Sponsor. Be wonder. Straight out the store. Hello, hello. Real quick, are you happy once in and go to Chicago? Oh, yeah. It's the greatest (laughs) thing in the world. I'm uh I feel bad for I'm happy for all my Colts fans that are or my friends that are Colts fans. You can take that bum. Are you happy that he didn't go to Chicago because you don't want him, or you have I another did. plan in in mind that you no. hope? There is only one plan for the Chicago Bears, and I'll get to that in a second. But I'm happy he didn't go to Chicago because he's not good. He has never been good. He had a fluke of a season, clearly, and he is regressed every season since and on top of that i think he is a bitch for the way he handled uh the whole situation there's only one path for the bears and that's all in on deshaun watson or you draft somebody and you bring mitch back that's it there's no other plan you don't go after uh sam darnold nobody wants him he's not good either it's not just the the jets no marcus Mariota. don't go after him it's either deshaun watson or no one would you take James Winston? No. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, since I just ruined our whole production meeting, I went to <laughs> complete shit. Right. Yeah. Let's just he talk just, about Carson that one, Wentz. <laughs> that one hit my button as soon as he said it, and I was like, oh, man. I just, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was I'm a rhythm thing, order. you know? Oh, good. I love yeah. it. Sometimes. So, so what do we think about that trade? I mean, I don't think – I think they gave up what they should. I like I like what they did about the second round pick going to a first round pick, um, depending on his playing time. So look, you play him early. If it's the same shit, you bench his ass, and then you're just giving up a second. The Colts have the picks to do that. So I mean, the real winner in this trade is probably the AFC South cornerbacks and defensive backs, because. Like the Giants, they get to play once twice a year. So I have a different opinion on it. Uh, after you know, probably some days after I relooked at it, um, and I thought that the Colts obviously are have what a twenty-plus history of having at least uh, competent quarterbacks back to back to back. Wild uh, situations, but I think that the Colts ultimately do win it uh, in the interim. Because I think that uh, the coach that he has or he's going to um, will help him, you know, progress even more that he had with Philadelphia. How is Carson better than what they just had? How is Carson Wentz better than Philip Rivers? I mean, what? I just him being younger and getting I mean, more years it, out of it for the future as a benefit. But do you do you see anything in like any sign that Carson can improve? From what he is, I mean, I don't see any upside to this. He's with Frank Wright, and so he might obviously get better. 
but I think he'll I just be don't more comfortable. See, I just don't them. see. Yeah, him. and that's what I meant. Him being more comfortable and and in an accepting environment or an environment that he knows he has excelled in. That's all I meant by what I said. Plus, I think the Colts are more set up to win now or make the playoffs than the Eagles are. The Colts have a line, really good offensive line. They got a good running game, you know, pass game. We'll be all right. So if they yeah, keep I mean, they're better. They're definitely a better team. And, you know, I, I, I hope the man does well and watch as a Bears fan, we wouldn't have went after him and he'll magically have, you know, a Pro Bowl type year next year. Watch because that's just typical Bears shit that happens to us. But I don't see it. So. Yeah, I, I don't know how much better he could make them, to be honest, but it might be a little bit of an upgrade at the position. I mean, will he really have to do much? Like, they have a great defense. They have a solid running game. He can get out of the pocket. He, he can extend some plays. I know T.Y. Hilton's a free agent, I believe, so I'm sure they'll, yeah, he is. they'll try to what work I to do, get him back. What I do know, Gravy, for me and you, is that Wentz in his career has done – some damage against the Giants. So yeah, I'm personally I'm he's glad gone. he's out. And if we think, you know, obviously the Giants haven't been top tier talent for the last three years he's been in the league, but to see him gone and have to try to figure out Hurts, I rather, I prefer Hurts the unknown right now than, than Wentz that's killed us in the past. So uh, yep. the division's up for grabs next year. And that's all you could hope for as a Giants fan. <laughs> okay. Let me ask this one. How's Jalen Hurts going to do? Well, That's okay. And this was I was just gonna say before you said that, I took um Field Yates tweeted Carson, despite the trade to Indianapolis, Carson Wentz will still have the largest cap hit on the Eagles roster in twenty twenty one at thirty three point eight million in dead cap. Yeah, I think it's the largest so, in NFL history. Yeah. So like how good will Jalen Hurts be with like depending on will depend on how much the Eagles can help him with who they can sign. Yeah, that's especially good, with the salary cap staying at you know 175, 180 at the minimum. That's gonna and they be just release they just release Alshon. Yep, and, and Deshaun Jackson too. Yeah, right before uh, our receivers. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. It's it's. I'm I'm interested to see how they how they move the roster around there. Who they get rid of? Will they trade Ertz? Like I I don't know. Hmm. Oh well, better for the yeah. Giants. <laughs> that did, for that, the uh, that uh, division is still gonna suck. <laughs> That's fine. I hope it does. I hope it does. Fuck Philly. Oh wait, <laughs> I want to say something real quick. I just thought of another Bears option, Dak. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, I like Dak. <laughs> Dak is good. <laughs> it's only it's only Monday. Uh, where he's like, hey, we gotta cut this fucking guy off. <laughs> you, you, you have you have a top ten quarterbacks. Uh, yeah, he's very underrated. That, that was hilarious. All right, well, I mean, I guess the biggest news, no pun, no pun intended, was uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. What was the signing. breakdown of that deal? Getting paid Four, fourteen years. Um, this is per source from Mark Feinstein. 2021, he's getting a million. 2022, he'll get 5 million. 2023, he'll get 7 million. 
2024, he'll get 11 million. 25 and 26, he'll get 20 million. 2027, he'll get 25 million. 2028, he'll get 25 million. And then from 2029 to 2034, he'll get 36 per year. At 22 years old, which puts him at 36. Yeah. And well, point. no, 35, because he just turned 35. Okay. Yeah. He just turned. And there's 35. no opt outs either. There's no opt outs and there's a hundred percent no trade clause. So that's going to be a very interesting to, uh, crazy deal contract to look every, every so often. Yeah. I mean, I get why they did it like that. I like that they did it like that just because these early years are still going to have Machado on the books. They're still going to have Hosmer on the books. I imagine they're going to resign Darvish or Snell, but those do yeah, seem I mean, to be. Ahead, if it pans out that Tatis becomes what I mean, he looks like he's going to become, and he's just a perennial all-star, one of the best players in the league every year, and it, he stays with San Diego, and that whole deal works out. Does it go down as the greatest contract ever? Well, as you say that, I was looking up the. Uh, Acuna deal because they were the first ones to do that. And his deal was, uh, what was that? 124 million for eight years. And that he signed that early as well. Right. Yeah. So Acuna signed a deal that was long-term. We thought that was crazy. He only was in the league for what, two, two years. And they already signed him to a big deal. So Tatis just doubled that, tripled that contract. And I did not see that coming. Obviously, down the road, I thought they would cut him a good deal because now teams are trying to look at the long term. Like, hey, I could get this guy now, take a risk, but long term, if he t- pans out the way we think he he will in ten years, we're we're getting him at a discount. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, especially yeah. how that contract is set up. Well, a lot of these guys who sign these contracts get traded. Yeah. So I mean, look at Stan. Don Carlo. Yeah. <laughs> so, look at Stan. Right. Look at uh That's the Marlins though, so that don't count. They'll trade anybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and he only plays one position right now. So at least Tatis still got his legs and could probably if he loses a little bit of arm or uh or uh athleticism, he could just move to second or first. So at least he has that. Right. Stan Stan's glued in that D eight spot. I wish he could play first base. That will that would help a lot, but I don't uh, I don't know so, if it's changed. I know last Wednesday um, I saw John Heyman say that Trevor Bauer originally it was like 45 for the first year, 40 for the second or vice mm-hmm. versa, whatever it was. It's actually a $10 million bonus, $28 million in 2021, and 32 in 2022, and 32 in 2023. And he's got a so, player option every year too, right? To opt out. Yeah. So if he opts out of contract after 2021, he'll get a $2 million buyout. If he opts out um, after 2021, that it's a deferral payment, that $2 million. So, I mean, I think we all know the greatest contract in MLB history is by the Mets. So. <laughs> Matt Harvey? No. No. Oh, okay. come on. Um, <laughs> no, I know. What's I know. Bobby Bonilla, Bobby Bonilla, Bonilla. Yeah. <laughs> What day is that of the year? Bobby Bonilla Day, May first, July, July, July first, July thirty first, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Man, he, I'll take he gets that a check contract. for a million every year. That's every year, bro. How a met, always a met. How realistically good do we think this Padres team actually might be next year? Very good. I love think, them. Do you think I they win the them. division? 
No, I think they get second. I get the. I think they get the behind wild the card. Braves. And nowadays, you don't get. Wait, you no. don't have to win the division. No, they'll get the wild card. Yeah. It'll be them and the Dodgers in that division. Yeah. Yeah. They're both easily ninety-one teams. Yep. Oh, I think they're both. I think obviously one of them will be over a hundred or ninety-eight, and then the other will be mid-nineties for sure. Yeah. And that's the best part is they really play fun. each other nineteen times next year. And that's great. great for baseball, man. I'm telling you that they got to advertise these guys better because you got something brewing in California and in New York now, the two best markets or state markets in the, in the, in uh, the nation. They, yeah. I hope they advertise the shit out of the Mets, Yankees, uh, Dodgers, Padres, all these great teams in great markets. I agree. Yeah, man. I'm excited for baseball this year. Uh, yeah. Next Next week when I'm in Arizona, I was like looking at the the Cubs spring training schedule yeah, and I was like, I wish, oh, I wish man, your audio didn't yeah. suck. Yeah, like why not? So, so shit like that. They need to do like when they interview the players. Yeah, more in the outfield, that was yeah. exactly like they need to do something because yeah. how everything is now, it's all fast paced. So if you could do something like that, like imagine you scrolling through Twitter and you just see someone hit a homer and they just tweet it. Like, yeah, sick. I was just gonna say that it'd be so dope to see somebody I don't know like Tatis tweet like hey next at bat I'm taking one out and then he goes right. up and takes one out that would be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, you know what it is. I think behind the scenes they have a lot of old heads still running the the day to day year to year decisions, and uh, I feel like the NBA NFL have some new generation uh, ideas, and MLB still stuck in. In, in the 1990s, early with their unwritten rules, I will yeah. say that I think it's a little different in baseball because, like, these guys need to be locked in mentally. Like, I feel like it's just a little. It's, it's just like a. It's I don't know. It's hard to explain. It really is. I don't. I don't know. I don't because know if it's of the season. Yeah, I mean the mm-hmm. season's a grind. It's, it's, it's yeah. a long, you know, 162, but. I just think mentally at the plate, mentally in the field. I just, I just feel like the mentality of baseball is just a whole little thing, and I don't know, you know. Granted, we see it in you know exhibitions or like spring training when uh, I know Mookie Betts was in the outfield um, with a microphone talking to the guys in the booth. Like I think in an exhibition type game, yeah. you know, that's great, but I, I don't know. I don't know, like as someone who like grew up playing baseball and all that, I don't know if I'd want to like have to deal with that during a nine inning game. Hmm. A lot of tough decisions for their for their future because NBA, I, I feel like NBA won't take over the NFL as far as buzz, but man, there's there's zero days of drama in the NBA, and that that's a circus by itself, and it's fun. Everybody loves it, but MLB's I mean, you, trailing <clears throat> big time. If you look at, I'm just saying, in a world perspective, I mean, NBA is the second most popular sport in the world. Next to obviously soccer takes the the uh, reins, but yeah, soccer, I think Adam so Silver soccer will never be beaten. I think Adam Silver has done well with the NBA. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. he's got that new that new vibe. I, I think he's open. Uh, he's very open initially to new ideas, and then uh, every year it gets closer to a new decision. He doesn't lag. He makes decisions like they're going to be the first one that okay's betting in arenas and whatever uh for sure those they're going to be the first league that maximizes on it i know that for sure 
I yeah. Agree. And this is mean to say, but I got to say it, but he also kind of looks like, you know, like one of the very first hobbits. That's just really tall though. Bro, I'm going to say Jeff Bezos. He's like he's, the Yao Ming of hobbits. I think I might've said this in the group chat, uh, either <laughs> ours or another one. He looks at, you don't want men in black and the guy's dead and he opens up his face and the guy that's dying, the little guy, he oh, just looks he, like a stretched out version of him. And his head gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. I'm, Oh my God. Oh, yeah. well, let's just I love pray. You. I love you. I said, I love the man. Hey, sorry. Duke alum, by the way. Um, Oh, is he? But huh. yeah, like he went to less. Duke. But uh, hey, um, can we just like very quickly? Is this what it's come down to for Duke? What they have players NIT? leaving midseason? You mean that quitter? He's not a quitter, bro. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Bull. How is he not a quitter? I get if you want to leave. I know. I know he's going to go to the NBA. I know he's going to be a a first round pick likely maybe a lot or for sure, probably a lottery pick, but you've been there all year. There's three weeks left. You saw if Duke wasn't having the season they were having, he would still be there. And he I, just, I he agree a hundred percent. He just up and but left. why and would be, they, no, no, dude, these kids aren't getting paid. I know they're not getting paid. So why saying, if, if they're doing bad and he's projected to be a lottery pick, why am I risking my future for a team that ain't going nowhere? I get, mm. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's usually not that a situation it, Duke is in, too. <laughs> I think well, of it more – this is how I think of it. I think of it more in the my teammates' perspective. I'm part of this team. I committed to this team with these guys. And so I'm pretty loyal to that. So I'm not going to quit on my team halfway through. The NCAA is a is a is obviously a prison, you know. I hate right. the one-and-done rule at, at period. They need to just completely get rid of it if they're not going to pay anybody. Uh, let people have the opportunity to make money, but at the same time, to me, you just you quit on your team. And, and I, I personally, Ben's a nice guy. He has morals. I would never quit on my team. No, I'm listen, loyal. I agree. I agree a hundred percent with what he's saying. He is, he is right. But I think, like that, I'm someone who would never like quit on a team. But like this is, like I think you're looking at it as if through the like professional lens. Like if a professional player does this, absolutely. James Harden. You don't, you don't walk away from your team. Yes. Give him hey. Give him what he wants. But he knew he knew what he had to do. Yeah. So like mute yo, raising the lab while right now, not muting his TV. Sorry, I got no, no. I got two TVs is trying to talk to me right now. But he's gotta like protect his future. If if he yeah, hurts himself on a on a six and twelve Duke team and he goes from being a lottery pick to a mid-second round pick. Then didn't, what? Didn't Nick Bosa do that? He opted out not to play, even though yeah, he Nick Bosa opted out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. He he did that. And yeah. look at him. What do, what do you go? Number two? Number one? Number one. I get it. I'm happy to for a Super you. Bowl, I probably so think it's a little bit different for uh, in college football, though, because they, they only rest usually like the bowl game. Well, he yeah. opted out the rest of the year, even though he would have been back before bowl games, I think, if I'm not correct. Hey, and, and yeah, and since he's left, Duke is undefeated, hasn't lost. They're beating the shit out of Syracuse tonight. So now they're about to be 6-0 and since he left. He was holding and, back. And, he was and holding making, back. <laughs> <laughs> no. And making a I, – I, I think there's something deeper to this. 
Okay. Cause if you've obviously I watched Duke and the, he team got moved is to complete, the bench, the, the team is completely different without him. I don't know if there was maybe in the, I, there's no news of this. So I don't know. I don't know if maybe there was some, maybe he didn't gel very well with the rest of the team. You know, he obviously has bigger things going on and I, I can't wait to see him in an NBA Jersey and I get the money thing, but to me, it feels like there's something bigger there. Hey, Ray, that was a sip of wine for the original bro. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> Big W defending. Um, well, I mean, I've just, I've never, I was shocked. I've never seen a player leave Duke midseason. No. I love it. I love to see it. Even Kyrie, shout out to Kyrie. Got yeah. hurt pretty much his whole year there, came back, played in the tournament. Mm. You know, he could, he could have left. And He's he did been it. missing games ever since. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he stayed picking and choosing really, what games he wants to play. Yeah. By the way, um, I'm getting a walking stick after I saw that. Yeah, that shit looked fire. Walking yeah. sticks are that's legit. The move, that's the movement right there. I know. I, I got to get one. Oh. My man looked like Moses. He's like, where's the Red Sea at? <laughs> well, Ray, would you, like to, would you like to speak <laughs> about this boxing match this weekend? I personally do not watch boxing because – it's rigged. Um, so you may speak on this topic. Okay. I wanted so to watch it, but I, I didn't get a chance. I have a little story that you did I didn't share with you while it was going on or even up until now. But uh, my boy from New York was in uh, the state and he came down uh, for the weekend and uh, I have some leftover magic mushrooms. So we plan on taking them. So we weren't doing anything Saturday night. So. We eat them. We're feeling nice. Nothing, nothing hallucinogen too much. Just, just a vibe. And we're watching. We have one TV with the boxing, and then we have the other TV. It's Saturday. We probably have some, some game UFC. on. Uh, yeah, probably UFC. Whatever. And at one point, we just looked to the TV and we're like, "This guy is getting murdered." Like we thought we were gonna watch a murder happen, and he, <laughs> the um, the champion. Uh, it's Mexican versus Mexican, the champion Bershelt. Uh He had no legs from the fifth round. Like literally his legs were as stiff uh, as sticks. And he had no legs from the fifth round to about the ninth until that knockout happened. And after he dropped him, I thought I witnessed a murder on ESPN. I, I, I don't know if it was the, the magic of the mushrooms telling me or showing me that, but. I thought I witnessed a murder until he got and he didn't move. He didn't move his limbs. He didn't move anything for about, I would say about three full minutes. And then he got up and I, I seen it, uh, the, the knockout go viral. And it's funny cause I watched the whole fight and I'm less impressed by the knockout that he couldn't do it before that because he was dead for about four or five rounds before he even got knocked out. He was not there. He's not incoherent. I was begging them for, to stop the fight for three rounds. So I'm probably authorities. Yeah, Jones I'm called probably, the police. Like, hey man, someone just died on my TV. I watched I it see, live. I watched the it probably had the over on the rounds. Yeah, dude, it was yeah, right. Uh, it was scary. It really was scary. Um, and- Hits him. Just get a thump, and. Buddy was on the ground 
That was it was bad. One of the nicer knockouts I've seen. The the referee almost caught him. That's how long it yep. took him to fall. Like he yeah. didn't fall like abruptly, like boom, right? To, yeah. He took his legs, his ankle went, then his knee went, then his hip went, then his. It was just like a like yeah, it was a, a slow motion. And then, but he's just running around the ring as you're just laying on the ground. Yeah, it was it was a weird it was a weird moment for me in many ways. A, I'll say he that. did the he did the Ric Flair walk straight to the mat. Woo! <laughs> 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 yeah, I like what he does though. That's funny. Uh, oh man. Oh my god! Right, got a little boxing in. I, I like that for the. Yeah, we. Diversity. That was a good knockout, and the Derek Lewis knockout was good too. Oh, I didn't watch Facts. that. Beast. Wait, you didn't see his knockout? No, yeah, I, don't, I, I gotta look it up. Too. Let me let me look it up while we're live. Do you yeah, live under was, a rock? I told you I was on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I was actually gonna put it, money. There was on a lot happening. <laughs> but I ended up putting money just on the fight going the distance and. Didn't work out for me. But yeah, the knockout was nice. I'm Googling it. Live reaction right now. Googling it. YouTube. Search it on Twitter. Nope. Whenever I need to find something, I just search it on Twitter. I don't like Google or anything. I just go straight to Twitter and hit the search bar. I like giving I like, the morning newspaper. I like giving somebody on YouTube that illegally uploaded the fight that's in their basement at like 13 years old. Get some get, get another Speaking view. Of that, did you see the dude that uh streamed the fight and he pretended he was playing as a video game? No. On Twitch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do that all the time on Twitch. That shit was so funny. I saw it for what? the first time the other day. Oh, oh I like this guy that he fought, by the way. How do I find that? Yeah, he found Probably, uh, Curtis Blades. Yeah, Blade's Yeah, good. I like him. I watched his last fight. He he annihilated the other dude. Yeah, he's a beast. No pun intended. All right, here it comes. Let's see. Live reaction. Oh, he's oh. <laughs> died. Yeah, knock the fuck out. Imagine, imagine I had both of these fights happening simultaneously on the same screen, screen or two different screens while I'm going nuts. Yeah, the police would have been at your house. You would have actually. Yeah, called. that would have been. Yeah, you I would. Have, I would have had two phones. Yeah. I just seen two murders happen. Come ASAP. I need yeah. one in Dubai and one, <laughs> the other at the MGM, please. Yeah. You'd have been down at the the local newspaper headquarters banging on the wall and be like hey anybody see that i got a story wow that's wild <laughs> i can't believe you didn't see that <laughs> no i didn't see it on twitter either i like i i didn't i had, a, I had trouble sleeping that same night so yeah i can imagine yeah <laughs> <laughs> brain working too much to sleep yeah, bro. it was wild um oh yeah that thing uh one of the the, the topics we wanted to talk about it uh i know when it happened we all text each other was the draymond green uh comments what was that last week uh fort reacted probably the strongest to it in the in the group chat so if you want to talk about that a little bit yeah i mean i feel like he's definitely right and he has he has good reason to be you know because we always forget that these athletes are humans at the end of the day you know and they want what they want too you know and when these like big owners and people that are more rich than 
they probably should be or have more money than anyone else when they when they do it you know it's no issue no one reacts over it and it kind of made me think about like when you're at your job you know like when you do something like your boss or your job or whoever it is will get like super upset with you and then like when it's something with them it doesn't matter it doesn't react you know at the end of the day like your job or your corporate job doesn't really care about you in most sense so should we you know what i got that from that is just take your pto sis <laughs> should we should we clarify for those who are listening what what happened you know a little background so what draymond said and went off about since so it's been it a was, while yeah, yeah no i think it was um the pistons came out and said that yeah Andre Drummond wasn't going to play until they found a suitable trade partner for him, basically. Cavs. Or Cavs. Sorry. Yeah. yeah they both suck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I believe he just referred to like when everybody was giving hearted shit for not wanting to play for Houston. Um, there was another player. Can't remember who it was exactly, but more or less just like, Oh, it was Griffin too. Griffin did it. Uh, Pistons did it to Griffin. Dre, um, Drummond yep. with the Cavs, and then yep. Harden obviously demanded the trade. Yeah, so just like basically have the same energy <laughs> for the teams yeah, that you do for the much. players. Yeah. Like, and I and I agree a hundred percent. That's one of the things I like more about basketball, anyways, than football is they do have a little more freedom than you know these NFL players, and to a lesser degree the baseball players. Um, not too familiar with hockey player movement, but just like, dude, like they should easily be able to get out if the team is easily able to get out. Yeah, so, I feel like I mean, we should even hold these owners and teams to a higher regard than we hold players because that's for sure ownership, that's institution. Those are people that you think would know what they're doing and would make it a little bit easier for their employee because the players are their employees to get through the process or whatever they want done. Yeah, speaking of that, Draymond has come out, what was that, three or four years ago, that he didn't like the fact that they were called owners, the yeah. owners of the team, and they and they since have uh, renamed the owners on paper, on document. It's a, a governor. Right, yeah. Because they're I not owners that. of the players. And, and obviously governor. that's a – gotcha. Yeah, we could go on to on that topic, uh, you know, on and on racially and, and kind of – uh, systematic but he i mean he spoke up about something and they did something about it you know a couple years later so uh sometimes there's got to be a scapegoat in all this and, and and a player that speaks his mind whether he gets fined or not but hey it's better to say it than shut up and and, and let it continue right yeah and i think draymond was the perfect person to be that because i don't think draymond really cares what people are going to say about it or what kind of backlash he's going to get or any fine they give him is going to be insignificant to his pockets, you know, for his remarks. So uh, obviously he doesn't care because the other night he got <laughs> ejected and blew and, and, and made his team lo- lose the game. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. The Hornets? I think I had money yep, on yep. that game. That was wild. <laughs> I, uh, I agree with what, you know, the whole idea of it, but I mean, the, I will say, and Draymond would be the guy that would bring it up, but, I think if you watch that interview, I don't. I don't believe he was even asked the question. He just unsolicitedly yeah. <laughs> said Pretty it. Pretty sure too. Yeah, and that's sometimes what Draymond drives me nuts because it's like he just wants to sometimes 
I don't know. I feel like he sometimes wants to instigate. He wants to start something. Oh, he's yeah. going to replace Charles Barkley, same, by the way, on TNT. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. absolutely. He, they probably, under the table, yep. already have that man signed. 100%. Because he's for sure going to be on there. But yep. I agree with everything Fort said. I mean, that that is, to me, sports across the board. It's the player's reaction to however they're you know, treated or whatever to the owners, you know, or it, or you hear this a lot too. It's like, Oh, people are, are mad at players for how much money they're making or like, Hey, they want to redo their deal, but no one's mad at the owners, how much money that they're making. Right. You know, at the end of the day, no matter how much you, this amounts, no matter how much you make, um, whether I've lived it or, or I've heard from, you just want to be treated fairly whether you make $10 an hour, whether you make millions, everybody just wants to be treated fairly. And that's what Draymond is doing. So, I mean, Kyrie yeah. speaks up about it all the time. People call him crazy and, and wow, but he's, he, he, he's probably mentioned all this in the last year or two. He even uh, talked about protesting the bubble. If you guys don't remember, he's the first one to bring that up. And then what do they do in the bubble? They protested. And then everybody, everybody called Kyrie crazy at the time, but mm. you know, sometimes when you're the first or second person to speak out about something, you look especially unsolicited out of nowhere. You kind of look crazy, but you know, I'm I'm glad we got people like Draymond and Kyrie that don't give a fuck. They'll say whatever, and it's for the better of the of the players, and that's all that matters. Yeah, right. and that's Draymond's a perfect person for that because he doesn't give a shit. He'll he'll be the one to to talk and take the the negative reactions and the words from people, and he'll just gladly move on with his life. <laughs> Right. Yeah, yep. for sure. And how you said about Draymond getting ejected, NBA referees got to tighten up because he wasn't even talking to the refs. And then last night or the night before, they ejected J.J. Redick for passing the ball. Bro, see I don't know that. what's going on with these refs, bro. They're too sensitive. I don't know what it is. Maybe he just doesn't like J.J. Berea. I mean, J.J. Redick, but – Sensitive is the word right that was, there. They got that quick no trigger reason. finger. Ridiculous, you know. And that costs money. Like, let's talk when we're talking about money and treat, treatment. We act like a technical foul is just like, oh, technical. Oh, double technical. You're ejected. That's that's over thirty million dollars. Uh, thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like a technical foul is ten to fifteen, depending on what situation, what you do. But this is, <laughs> it's not like oh, he's out of the game. He gets a you know a, right. a yellow card and whatever. No, there's there's consequences to this. So they're just throwing out tees like that. That's. They got to review. They got to review the reviews. Wait. So Speaking. what exactly did? Sorry, sorry. What did JJ Reddick get a technical foul for? Well, they, I, he threw him out the game for he like passed the ball. He gave him like a little spin pass. He might have said something. He might have said something as he did it, or maybe there's right. something down before. Like we never know the context of it, yeah. but it didn't look like much. It didn't look like much. I don't know if that was his second one. I don't know if he had one before, but like that was not a throwing a player out the game offense. In no, my opinion. it definitely wasn't uh, throwing out the game. It got to be some Rasheed Wallace right. disrespect. Yeah, <laughs> I want to earn my being thrown out of the game, like yeah. in the old days, you know. That's probably why he was mad. <laughs> Listen, right. you are talking to one of the top technical foul leaders in Carl Springs basketball club history. Okay. I believe yeah. it. Yeah, I'm up there I'm, in rec league games for Texas. Yeah, Fort knows. I'm up yeah. there for sure. I believe it too. Speaking of basketball, uh, should we get into these uh, NBA reserves? Yes, sir. Maybe. 
So how, how was this? How was they breaking it down? We were talking about it earlier, but I forgot already. <laughs> oh All my right, god! So I'll introduce the the starters just so we could get the context down. So in the West, we have uh, starting Doncic, Curry, LeBron James, Jokic, Leonard, and then in the East, we got starting Kyrie, Beal, Durant, Giannis, and Embiid. So who wants to go first with their reserves? If reserves come out on Thursday, by the way, on TNT. So we'll see. I, I think so Ben should right. go first because he's – I know he put some serious work into this list right it here. Was, it was three front court, two back court, and two wild court, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. All right. I'll go, I'll go first. Yeah. And I did think about this a lot, and I looked at many different As players. As you should. This is your job. Stats. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, so for the West – I mean, Dame was a no-brainer. Yep. It's it's right. so hard to, you know, not even see him get that starter, you know, because he's played so well. It's Dame. Um, so he was in there for sure. Then I got Donovan Mitchell. I put him in there. You know, he's averaging 24, 4, and 5 um, on that Jazz team. Rudy Gobert, 14, 13, and, and 1 there. I think, you know, one of the obviously the best defensive players in the league. And then – Put you know the brow in there. Can't forget about him. Then I got Paul George, and then my wild cards. So my West wild cards first is Zion. I don't care what people say. The man is averaging twenty five, seven and three on sixty one percent shooting. Okay, and so the first what I think we're twenty six games or twenty seven games in this into the season. And he's averaging over 24 points and 60% shooting from the field. There's only four players in the history of the NBA that have ever done that. You ready for those four? Go ahead. Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem, Kevin McHale, and Zion. Oh, wow. Impressive list. That's it. And so he's in. He's into me. And then my last wild card, it was, it was hard. This is why I'm glad we re- we record. Uh, hopefully, we'll be on YouTube. Uh, you know, uh, Gravy will be on that ASAP. But I'm glad when we record, we see each other because my man said um, he's into me. <laughs> and then I looked exactly at four, and he went. I was like, Wait a minute. I was like, what? What do you mean? I mean, he's like, in, he's in my reserves list. No, but me and Ford heard the same exact thing. I was like, wait, pause? Pause? <laughs> <laughs> no. So quick. Oh, but I was like, wait. <laughs> Damn. That was good. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That was, hey, no, who was your last? Who was your last? My last West Reserve I gave to Devin Booker. Nice. Okay. Yep. Devin Booker you... over Chris Paul. 24, you know, four and four a game. Not, I like that a lot. Can you just um, can you just go over that list one more time fast? Yep. Dame time. Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Zion, and Devin Booker. Is that eight Are people? ready? A seven. No, it's not. <laughs> Damn. Don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Ready? All right. Now my East. Woo! Here's where it's going to get controversial, boys. I knew it. Just say the first one, Chicago. Go ahead. No. So, <laughs> no. Uh, my first one, Jalen Brown. 
I got to put Jalen in there. I don't. Th- I think people forget about him, but if you look at his stat line, twenty, almost twenty-six, six and four a game um, for that Celtics team. Zach Levine, you know, twenty-nine points, almost six uh, rebounds, five assists, over fifty percent shooting from the field, over forty-two percent from three. I mean, the man is a superstar. And then I got Chris Middleton. I put in there. Jason Tatum numbers are ridiculous. 26, seven and four Julius Randall. I yes, put sir. Him in there. I mean, he's clearly having an all-star season season. The best of I think of his career. I had to give the guy some love and put him in there. And then my wild cards, I, Tobias Harris. Um, I know Ben Simmons is out there, but Tobias's numbers are better. 27, 21, seven, three, 52% shooting from the field, 43% from three, 90% free throw shooting, just a stat master there. And then my last is Bam. And if you didn't notice, there was one name missing from that list, Ray. And? James oh, wow. Harden is not on my all-star team. Sheesh. He is not. I didn't even, I, I assumed I didn't hear it. That's. Yeah. That disrespectful. No, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not being. I am being disrespectful, James. Harden that is because right I am because you you I'm, had time to digest the five game West Coast I, trip. You had time to understand I, what he's done since not uh, uh, coming all over to the Nets. Damn. Hey, right. I'm not. It's almost I'm baseball season. I don't hate, saving I for res- the Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> I respect. I respect James Harden. I respect his game. I've never been a fan of his game. I've never been a big fan of him. I still feel like he quit on the Rockets. I don't like he had to. He he had to. If he didn't do what he had to do, they weren't going to trade him. And he came out and said it recently. He's like, I felt like I had to push my hand because if I didn't do things that I regret, which he said, I regret the actions of how it how it happened. But if I didn't do it, then I probably wouldn't have gotten traded. So. Yeah. Just like Draymond talked. Yeah. So, okay. I get it. It just goes back to, you know, I'm, I'm, I think I'm too loyal of a guy. I just can't quit on my team. I understand that. And so I had to, I had to knock him. But in in reality, in reality, I mean, James Harden's there. I just, you know, for the the pod, maybe he'll make it if an injury happens on, on your team, you know, and then all all of a sudden he has to, I got to do that one more time for the listeners who don't listen. Jalen Brown, Zach Levine, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Julius Randle, Tobias Harris, and Bam Adebayo. Hmm. All right. Fort, you want to go or you want me to go? I'll go. Okay. Uh, you want me to do East or West first? Your life. My life? My world? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go East first. Um, I got Zach Levine as well. He's just been hooping out oh, of man. his mind. Crazy numbers. I mean, if he was on any contending team in the league, he'd probably be in the MVP discussion. Um, Agreed. We got Julius Randle as well. He's got the Knicks in contention in the East, even though East is weaker, but they're in contention, and he's putting up crazy numbers as well. Uh, I can't leave Harden out. I'm sorry. Thank you. You know, I can't leave him out. I'm as a statement. He's, he's balling with Brooklyn. Um. I got uh, Tatum, you know, just because 
he's smooth and even though the Celtics been slacking lately, you can't leave Tatum out. And uh said he's an all-star because he's smooth. Smooth. He's had the same barber his whole life. They just posted that thing. His barber's been cutting his hair since he was like eight years old. Oh, he flies him out too. That's what's uh, up. I got Bam as well. Just because I gotta have some heat love. And then and he's uh, a star. I got Trey Young. I just trade the gang. Mm. Can't leave him out. Yeah. So you look yeah, at see Julius that's why. Randall? Yeah, I got Randall in this. Uh, I don't pay attention. That's why I thought the East was hard. I thought the East was hard for because there was a lot of people that you could fit in there. Yeah. I felt in the East. Yeah. So run through it. Huh? Run through it. Yeah, for the West, I had uh, at first I had oh, Jordan run, Clarkson. Run through the East again. again. Uh, <laughs> Zach Levine, Randall. Harden, Tatum, Bam, and Trey Young. I right, straight a game. Okay. Let's trade a game. And the East is hard, bro. Yeah, the East was tough. I just looked up three more people I could add. I mean, I just I'm left out like Jimmy have, Butler. Yeah. I left out Chris so Middleton. I mean, like, yeah. So, See? This is, this is a tough so. year. It's a short year. That's why we only played, what, 30 games? Like, yeah, I think it's because of the no fans. I would have uh, threw Jimmy in. I would have threw Jimmy in there because I think he still had a good year, but he's only played 18 games, so that's why I didn't. Right. Compared to and the East was so stacked of people, I'm like, mm. yeah. The West was a lot easier. I was able to name more players off the West off the top of the dome than the East. So for the West, I had uh, Murray. I mean, Denver has been playing great basketball. Uh, Donovan, the Donovan Mitchell, Spider. They're first in the West right now, you know, playing real good basketball. I think they're, like, top two in offensive rating, which is, like, the greatest in history. Um, Lillard, MVP-like numbers. I also had Zion in there. Zion's been doing his thing. 60% shooting from the field is ridiculous. And then I had Jordan Clarkson in there, but I took him off after Ben said uh, Devin Booker. I just like what Jordan Clarkson's doing coming off the bench, you know. Getting yeah. some excitement in there. He had a 40 point game. Tap master. Yeah, for real. He got tatted up out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't know how many that is, but I mean, I had like AD. If AD gets, AD's still hurt. So I don't know if he's going to play or not. Yeah, so no. like PG's up in there. Maybe Brandon Ingram. So you had like six and a half? Yeah. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. I, like, I mean, I like- there's a lot of players that are, that are, you know, doing their thing this year. I like this vibe that Ford got going. Anytime we have to do five or four, he's always doing like, like three point five. I got I got six out of five. Or right. I like that. Let's keep that going. Yeah, I do too. You don't know what you're gonna get. You're you gonna yeah. get one person. Hey, what's your top five? He's got one. Dylan, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> all right, Gabe, right. you going or I'm going? Because I'm I'm I'm. You go. You go. Yeah. All right. Cool. <clears throat> all right. So. Out of the West, I got Lillard, Dame Dalla, got short again, uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Booker. What is Booker for the first time? Right, first time All Star. Or I believe. Oh no, I think he was there last year. He got in last year. He did. He got he in. Did right? get okay. in last year? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he wound up getting in, but uh, I remember there was uh, talk of him getting snubbed. Um, Zion, I got uh, Gobert, and then my two. I guess wild card. I'll count them as, but my two uh, that I wanted to get in due to 
record and I think what they're doing is uh, DeRozan of the Spurs. We didn't think the Spurs would be in the playoff picture right now. Um, and you got to reward that. And then I have Chris Paul and I have Chris Paul. I don't, I don't enjoy watching Chris Paul play because uh, he's no always complaining. Does. Yeah. He, it's just like, but you got to respect the man. The guy goes from Houston. They win. They don't get to the finals, but they win. He goes to Oklahoma City. We didn't think they would be in the playoff. They win. He comes to Phoenix. Immediately they win. So right. I have to give Chris Paul um, because they're not winning only because of Booker. His numbers are basically the same he had last year. So there's got to be a glue guy that's running the team, and that's Chris Paul. So that's my West. Uh, Lillard, Mitchell, Booker, Zion, DeRozan, Gobert, and Paul. My East, I got um, Levine rewarding some – some 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 play that he he'll probably be a one time only maybe a two time all star so this is definitely the year that he could sneak into it. Uh, I got James Harden obviously man's running the the Brooklyn Nets right now with all the ins and outs of that lineup. Um, I got Jalen. I heard it. <laughs> I got Jalen Brown because I I only wanted to reward the Celtics with one all star. And I could have went with Tatum, but I feel like Jalen uh, Brown this is his year. He's he's kind of taking a bigger step in stats and, and for that team, uh, man's balling, man. He could, he could get a shot anywhere on the court. Um, there's not too many players like that either. Uh, Tobias Harris, I added because felt like you got to add two to the top two teams in, in each uh, conference. So uh, I could have went with Simmons, but I think Harris has elevated his game on both ends. So he's, he's deserved. And then uh, my bottom two, well, actually I got three more. So, and then I got uh Brongdon, which I'm trying to think a little different like than, him. you know, because at the end of the day, the guys that are reserves are more uh, quality and more, they're not, they're not picked by the fans they are picked by the coaches and the players and all that, whatever. And, and, and it means more. So they're watching tape. They're seeing guys that do it on both ends. And I feel like Brogdon, they traded what Oladipo and then they get in return Levert. He doesn't play. Somebody's carrying that team right now. Yeah, and it's got to be nice. Yeah, bro. Nice. I haven't yeah. been fantasy. So that's kind of why I know. And, I don't move him from, from my lineup because he's, he's consistent he plays every day. Um, so my, my two wild cards are uh, Julius Randall uh, Nets fan, taking a Nick. Cause I could be unbiased for a podcast. Sorry, gravy uh, Julius Randall's balling They're in playoff picture. You got a reward. Um, you know, when the Nets were making their first playoff push two years ago with um, uh, what's his name? Why am I going blank point guard? That the Nets had that they traded to the Timberwolves. Oh, D. Russell. Russell. Wow. Russell, oh, yeah. D'Angelo Russell. Yeah. So, get it like, yeah, get it together, bro. Drink a water. Um. So I, when he, he got when he, he got rewarded when the Nets were in the playoff picture. So I always think about that. So I got Randall in there, and my super wild card, which probably none of you, well, definitely Kirby doesn't have, but I got Gordon Hayward in as my last spot. Obviously, they're in the playoff picture, way overachieving. I could have went crazy and went uh, Lamelo Ball, but I went Hayward because we all in multiple group chats have blamed Jordan, blamed the Hornets, blamed Hayward for that contract they gave him. But if you break down his numbers and their record, he's doing he's doing his thing on. He's averaging yeah. way more points than he did in the last couple of years, so he's back healthy and it's good to see, man. Yeah, he's having a good year. I got Levine, Harden, Brogdon, Harris, Brown, Hayward, and Randall. I like it. You up? All right. You got Montana. I'm going to start with the West. 
So I have Anthony Davis. I have Zion Williamson. I have Paul George. I got Damian Lillard. I have Devin Booker. And my last wild card, I have Christian Wood. Nice. Whoa. Good ball in. 22 and 10. 22 and 10. Boardman gets paid. Boardman gets paid. He's about to get yeah. more playing time too. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if he has, I don't know how good his chance is, but I think he, if he made it, I definitely wouldn't be disappointed because he has been putting in work this season. I know that the Rockets aren't the best team in the West, but listen, he won't make it because I think a lot of politics still live. But you're, that's yeah. a good pick because those are, he has been lighting it up. Yep. So now we're gonna go to the East. I have first and foremost Julius Christ, aka Julius Randle, averaging a nice 23.2 points per game, 11 rebounds, five and a half assists. Guy just does it all. He's a left handed LeBron, but let's face it. Um, yeah, Hall of Famer, easily. Yeah, I mean, first ballot. First ballot. Might, <laughs> might be unanimous. Unanimous decision. Yeah. One of the top ten left-handed basketball players of all time, bringing basketball uh, back to New York easily. Dude, no one, I didn't even expect us to be this the good. Mecca. I was thinking about jumping Mike off going the train. Crazy. I, I, I was, told you playoffs before the season. I said, "Watch, you're getting like the we playoffs." Got a Julius I was, I was 20 minutes away from getting out of that Atlantic Avenue bus stop, and you know, just would have happened. Those Basquiat shorts hit different. Yeah, we, we, we would love to have you, but at the same time, I hate to have you. No. Um, so got Randall. I have some, somebody who wasn't, I don't think it was on anybody's list, was Sabonis from Indiana. Dude's leading yeah, the league minutes per game. Fair. Yeah. yeah. He's been, he's been leading the league minutes per game, averaging double-double. Definitely, definitely think he should be there. Um, in Atlanta. Yeah, we could have defense shut him down last time. Yeah, it did. <laughs> um, I hear the argument for Jason Tatum not being on the team. I can agree, but I, can, I also think that he's one of the best players in the East, and he should definitely be there. Um, my backcourt, I have his teammate, Jalen Brown. Fort nailed it. He's been balling on my fantasy team. Definitely playing better than I expected. I did read something before the season started that He's like gradually improved on on everything each season he's been on the league. So he's on a good trajectory, and I could even see him getting better next year. Um, first wild card is Zach Levine. I struggled with this. I had I was thinking Levine. I was even hate to admit it was thinking Hayward. Hayward. Um, I was trying to decide Jimmy Butler. Bam. Um, so we took, I took Levine and then my last spot, I took Jeremy Grant and I know I'm just, I'm just rewarding guys on bad teams. No, of course. I had a crush out Trey Young Young and Vucevic for that reason. No, Vucevic was there. Trey Young was there. Jimmy's been averaging triple doubles lately. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I don't know. People told me he was going to be trash. The dude's averaging 23 and a half a game. Yep. And five rebounds. Do you know how hard it is to score 23 points on the Pistons? 
Yeah, no, his numbers are crazy. When you look at his points per game on the Nuggets last year, and obviously it has to go into flow of defense, offense, and they rely on him heavily versus Denver. But I think he's up nine points per game from his last yeah. from last year. It's crazy. He's the he's yep. the guy out there, and he beat out him. He beat out Blake. My man got length too. Yeah, no girth, Dude. but length. Yeah, <laughs> one Doug. <laughs> Gotta have that length. Shout out Robbie. Yeah, shout out the magic. So yeah, I mean that's that's my team. I was mostly I'm just trying to I'm go with like Thursday. exciting players. You know, like I'm not trying to tune into yeah. the All Star game and watch Rudy Gobert grab some boards. Bro, and, hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. <nah>, he... <laughs> First the bonus, you know. Who was the dude got re- drafted last every year? Was that Al Horford? Probably. Yeah. Was you just got to reward the top two teams in each conference. You got to reward with two players because there's the reason why they're number one and number two. And that's yeah, kind of where, where I start. It's kind of where Andy's I start when I need And he's probably best defensive player in the league. I mean, yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. He's not going to show up any highlights other than him blocking Ooh. a bunch of dudes, but Rudy. Uh, go bear. That guy's the reason why they. Who you, who you, you going to give it to? Anthony? Defensive player of the year? Yeah, Julius Randle. Give it to uh, Anthony Davis. That's you. So you're going to take him over Rudy? Nah, nah Anthony Davis nah, is going to miss a, a month and I'm a half. He's not. Who was it. Who was in it last year? Uh, last year, AD won. I think AD won it. Giannis won. Giannis won. Giannis won. Defensive player of the year? Yeah, he won both. It was both. Bam Loki should have won last year. Won both. Bam, yeah, Bam can be Giannis. No, get that out of here. Fuck Giannis. DeAndre Jordan. I'll beat Giannis in a three point. Seven contract. years ago. Yeah. Pardon? He had that he had that clutch put back last night. She <laughs> Oh fuck. Top five, top five. No shout out to the Drake Bulldogs who just fucked up my parlay. Smoke me by, by winning only by eleven instead of fucking twelve. I had a parlay going today too. I retired from the betting scene. Well, that's whack. NASCAR ran me right off. Never bet on NASCAR. Especially when you don't. (laughs) Especially when you 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 pull an all-nighter at 11.30 at night. Bro. When it's late night on the nightcap, 11.30. Bro, I went to sleep at like 9 last night. Damn, you wildin', bro. Come on. I was exhausted. Yeah, we were partying hard in Guthrie Center, Iowa, Saturday night. Party, party hard. Des Moines of the of the. Uh, oh, Guthrie is not Des Moines. Do not do not mix those. I two. don't know. It, it's all the same <laughs> shit, bro. No, 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 Ray, Ray, Ray. It's not. It's not. I believe it. Yeah. Like one does heroin, one doesn't. I get it. No, one's a, one's an hour away from Des Moines, and there's no stoplights. Yeah. in the city, in yeah. the town. And it's like the size of Portland. That's my type of ro- that's my type of road. Yeah, but listen, people are cool there. So, oh yeah, no, I'm chilling. I'm not. I'm not hating on the people. Shout out to Vic. Thank Shout you for YouTube TV. I'm watching my third Bulls game of the year right now, and uh, I can't be more <laughs> happy. It's I think the singular thing that has changed my They're life this right year. Now. No, YouTube has changed my life this year. They have no. They're they're playing good. That team's young. Yeah, it's a young team. They got a good core. Hey, what did Patrick Williams do the other night? Because I just saw like a bunch of people tweeting his name. Did he like hit a game winner or something? No. I mean, oh. he, 
He's been playing great. I don't think he did anything uh, crazy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, Gravy, what's your top five this week? Top five, top five. Is Gravy. Yeah. Gravy's yeah, top five, five, five. Press, sorry, Prestiani's kitchen. Prestiani and Son's kitchen. <laughs> the, them cutlets he made earlier. They look good. I spent I, I spent I, a good twenty minutes on my top five, so let's get a bracket. Yeah, I got some crispy crispy cream donuts upstairs. Let's go. <laughs> top five movies. I'm about to pee in all a time movies. movies. Speaking Super of movies, I'm about to pee taste. in a uh, a uh, a glass bottle like in a glad a glad bag. Yeah. I've done that before. <laughs> you boys been doing a bit of boozing. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a glad grandpa's bag. cough medicine. <laughs> That yeah. What he said. yeah, sucking back on grandpa's <laughs> cough medicine, <laughs> and then that little thing he did. Yeah. No, the best part is when he first gets in, he's like, Hey, pull over. He's like, No, thanks. It's a cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> that was on the other day, by the way. Yeah, I know. all right. Top five. Here we go. I'm not going first. Oh, yeah, you go first. I'll go first because I was hype about it. So, my top five movies definitely, I, I already know it's different from you guys, but. Um, at number five because normal people go from five to one. Um, <laughs> I was kind of hoping you started the other way. I'm not gonna yeah. lie. <laughs> it's funny because I I did it the other time because of you. So no more. So number five, I got no Goodfellas. More. Goodfellas, classic movie, Italian mobster, great actors, great quotables. Um, you got to have a classic in there. Um, number four, watched this recently on a plane. V for Vendetta. And I watched this recently because I feel like I'm living that movie right now. So I feel like uh, that's very relevant for uh, these times in government and the people. Number three, my all-time favorite director, uh, Pulp Fiction. Um, love his movies. Um, love. I had to narrow it down to one of those type of you know, gory. I could have put Django in there. I could have put Inglorious Bastards. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Oh my God. Um, so Pulp Fiction, the way it just created, the way it jumps around, it, it works for my um my attention deficit disorder where it just jumps around all movie long and I love it. Uh number two, definitely not inside your top probably fifty classical movie, won an Oscar back in the seventies or eighties. Amadeus. Ooh, I One of my top five high school. A M A D E U S Mozart. He's uh he's in my top five, you know, with Jay Z artist of all time, Mozart. This is incredible. I love him. Yeah, Amadeus. Go check it out. It's like a two and a half hour movie. I fucking love it. I get hype every time. It's weird. Um, I randomly listen to classical music when I drive, so change it up a little bit. Number one. Gladiator teach it taught me right it's just it's just one of the that was number two was Amadeus. Amadeus. What was number three? Pulp fiction. Pulp fiction. Oh. You writing them down or you just no, it's all good. First first time listener. Sorry. If I wasn't (laughs) looking at this pad, I probably wouldn't be able to first time listener in a long time. Long time caller. Uh, yeah, no, no, number one gladiator. So at the end of the day, it's just a fucking great movie. I love Joaquin Phoenix. He's a fucking dickhead in that movie, and that's what a bad guy should make you feel. You should want to kill him yourself with a knife. Um, great movie, Gladiator. 
Amadeus, Pulp Fiction, V for Vendetta, Goodfellas. Got a little bit of everything in there. So, yeah. Top five, top remember, five. Remember, remember. Remember, remember the 6th of November. Who's going next? Man, I mean, I can go. I, I don't know. My top five is pretty weak, though, because yeah, I probably is compared to that list. I just put up. A, a, I'm saying just because I can't really think of like it's hard to I would need to sit down for weeks and examine yeah, my right. top five. Cool. Oh, my go goodness. on. Go on. IMBD or something. IMBD. No. Wait, what is it? Oh, the yeah, feels like IMBD. test. That's what I do. TV. I'm just going to name five that I that I still love. And uh I mean, these are probably my top five right now. I'll say that right now. So five for me is same with Quentin Tarantino and Glorious Bastards, my favorite of his, actually. Yes. I love that movie. Christoph I'm Waltz in that movie. The Christoph Waltz in that movie. It, Bro, dude, opening scene? So, Come oh, my on. God. Is it the best opening movie scene ever? Could be. It's, I don't know. Oh, but, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, four is Goodfellas for me. I yes. still, you can watch. I can watch that movie every week. Um. Three is actually Uncut Gems. Nate Cranel, if you're Ooh. listening. I love that movie. Two is from the same brothers, the Safety brothers. They made a movie called Good Times. That movie is dope. Check it out. Good Times. I'll write yes. it down. Yes. So the guys who made, the brothers who made uh, uncut gems also made a movie called good times the dude who will it uh, give me anxiety in... like good uh, uncut gems uh gave me even worse oh i like yeah. that it's the dude who played in uh like twilight what's his name the the main guy oh i don't uh, know that the new batman robert pattinson robert pattinson he's like the lead actor in that movie but mm. he is he's the opposite of the twilight guy is his skin like translucent in that movie too? That boy is white. He's just like a, you know, just like trying to make money on the streets. You watch it. And then my number one favorite movie all the time. I still can watch it all the time. And I love it because I think the movie's dope and the music in the movie, movie, uh, Interstellar. Ooh. Wow. Wow. I got to rewatch that. I'm going to write it down to rewatch it because I watched it uh, a couple years ago and, you know, I got the vibe. I understood it, but I respect you, Ben. So I'm going to rewatch it. Boom. Oh, love. Shout out to me for also not having my microphone on for probably the last 45 minutes. And nice. shout out gravy through my AirPods. There. Three episodes. <clears throat> All right. So I guess four goes last because I mean, for now, because gravy goes last on gravy's top five. That makes for sense. real. All right, so, I mean, I had a top five, but, I mean, like Ray said earlier, I have a few other ones, and good thing I did because you guys said, like, three out of my five, so I'm going to, like, say some that were not on there because I had Goodfellas, Pulp Fiction. um, I had Inglorious Bastards, but um, I'm going to do a little bit different. Uh, No specific order. Ooh, no no Pacific order. No no Pacific Ocean. Um. <clears throat> gotta go Scarface, you know, me being Cuban, mm. Cuban background, mm-hmm. you know, just for me. That's your it's Superman. Okay. Yeah, for real. You know, I, I got it on DVD. Um, Ooh, I gotta go. Got DVDs. Uh, you, got the, you got the poster in your in your apartment right now? I put it, I put it on my PlayStation and watch it like once a month. I got a Apocalypto. 
Ooh, good movie. Yeah, very good movie. Yeah. Very good movie. I, I think I, sh- I watched that, but I'm going to write that down and watch it again. That like has me on the edge of my seat the whole time. Dang, see, this is the problem with movies. It's hard to get five. Is that the yeah, one that's so hard to get five? Mel Gibson so wrote? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It, it, I'm, oh, okay, cool. I wrote it Mel down. Gibson wrote uh, Passion of the Christ, too. Oh, shit. Go. Um, so I got Silence of the Lambs Ooh. on there as well. You got a, you got some classics. I got some classics, bro. I'm I'm up there. I'm cultured. Uh, speaking of classics, I got another one for you. You're not ready for this one. I'm not. The graduate with Dustin Hoffman, bro. I love this that movie. movie. That movie is so good. It makes me feel sometimes like when I was younger. I do that shit. Do you cry? I do cry. I'm a very nice. emotional person. I like that. That's four. Oh, I won't cry when I watch it, but I like to know that you cry. Very is that four? Person. Or is that five? Yeah, I lost count. That's, that's, that's four. four. That's four. four. So um, the last one, I'll just go Dark Knight. Yeah, Ooh. I had that outside. I, that was yeah. in my top 10, top yeah. 12. Yeah, I got to switch it up a little bit. You guys took like three-fifths yeah. of like my that. list. Diversity. I like this. I, I like you. Like we're going to be very t- diverse with our uh, yeah. with our top five. Impressive. And this is the first time Danny had an actual top five. Yeah, he seemed right. prepared, and I don't like yeah, it. I'm true. trying to win the poll on Twitter this week. Did you see how hype he was? And he said he was like, he in the He's like, week, the, the graduate. Ben, ben won, by the way. We're not ready for the graduate. All right. Are you ready? Uh, uh, sure. I'm going to start with number five. Yee. A movie that probably nobody who listens to this knows. It's called Driven. <laughs> is this is a that Tony with, Robbins? Is, is that is with, Tony uh, Robbins video? Is that with Jamie Fox? Nope, it's with Sylvester oh, no. Still Stoned. Oh, that's how you know it's Sylvester bad. Still yeah, uh, it's actually a, it's based off Formula One. It's a Formula One movie. Mm. It's great. It really is. Yeah. I'll check it out. I'll take, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. It sounded kind of like a Tony nice Robbins motivational no. video. No, I'll, watch, I'll, watch, I'll watch the trailer. I'll get the point. Yeah. Older movie, probably made in like the late 90s, I, I want to say. Uh, four. Yeah, to, yeah, four. Four, I have Goodfellas. Yeah. Think, think, I don't really need to say much about Goodfellas. Although I found out that Mandy has never watched Goodfellas. What? Watch it tonight. I almost you kicked her out of her own house. Yeah, you what? It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, what? Yeah. Got some good movies on Netflix right now. Listen. Dang. Last weekend, we watched all three of Oceans, Oceans 11, Oceans 12, and Oceans 13. Did that last night? Yeah, shout yeah, out to my Oceans brothers. You know, had to give her a little, stop, had to give her a little uh, background information. So actually, third, I do have Oceans 11. I like the original one. The best where one. they get Terry Bendick's bitch ass. Number two, personal here, Blue Streak. Oh, that's my favorite all-time comedy. Yes. Yeah. Dang. Blue streak. I'm going to run through a wall right now for you. It's impossible to have a top Dude, five. Did we ever talk about it's that? Not. No, I don't think Do we you have. know I know 87% of that movie? Like I could, yeah. I could, I could sit here. That sounds like write, a live show. It sounds I could like write a live show. Mo- it's insane. Yeah, wow. I love sounds that movie. Like a lot. Yeah. Damn, Gravy, you just went up a couple notches. <laughs> yeah. I'm writing that down. Gravy, Dang. plus two points. Number Please one, I'm about to shake the room here. Oh, RIP Pop Smoke. Uh-oh. Oh, 
what you about to do? Get rich or die trying? What you do? Parent Trap. <laughs> no, Parent Trap. <laughs> My favorite what? movie ever. I'd rather you name Mean Girls. Mean Girls is fire. No. Parent Trap. I haven't seen Parent Trap fire. in years. I used to have that fuck DVD. I used to have that shit on VCR. <laughs> Parent <laughs> oh Trap. God. Is that like a Diplomats movie? Like Cameron, Joel Santana, Parent oh, Trap? man. No? Have some respect for Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan's a twin? I don't even know if it was Lindsay Lohan. Oh, God. It's his favorite movie, though. <laughs> I'll tell you all about the movie, pal. Yep, Parent oh, Trap. IMDB. IMDB. If it wasn't for I Parent Trap, though, Blue app, Streak would definitely be number one. And Blue yeah, Streak no, is Top five. five movies is so hard. Like... I mean, I have like yeah. 15 on my list right now, and I could you just keep got, going. You almost got to go oh. genre for that one. It was right. Lindsay Lohan. Well, uh, hopefully we gave our listeners a, uh, you know, a movie list to, to enjoy over the next month or so. Yeah, share y'all top five with us, too. Yearn, Yearn sure. is about to pour out of Ben's eyes right now because he's got to pee so bad. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Dude's overflowing. What do you think, brother? I've been Second talking half of the Bulls game about to start, too. And- and, do you and, stand up or sit down when you pee? No. Do I stand up? I stand <laughs> up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I stand up. No, no judgment. I know people that, you know, in the dark. Oh, no. They want to make sure every, yeah. everything. No, I got to stand wanna up. make sure everything. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, shout, since we're talking about bathrooms. Yeah. Shout out to the dude from Oklahoma who got his ass beat in a bathroom. Oh, for real. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't even know who Buddy was. Till That's, a great, listen to That's me. a great segue. Listen to me and listen very carefully. On your own business. Do not mess with guys who have cauliflower ears. Rear naked Never. chokehold yeah. while on piss in a bathroom. That should That's be the first thing I thought bro. about. Like, I wasn't even looking at them fighting. Ears, I was like, like, they're laying on piss and shit. Yeah. I don't even care about the fight. I, I like how he, he wiped his nose of the blood and then smacked him with it and then gave him a two-piece. I watched that video I, 15 times today. I love fight videos. Yeah, he gave him the two-piece combo. I want, I, it needs to be addressed next year uh, it, after the game in an interview. Someone needs to pull him aside, ask him a question, and then say, hey, how'd it feel to get dropped in the on the urine piss floor last year? By, or, I mean, earlier if in he, the year by – that dude. <laughs> if he's still even on the team, they might drop his ass because of that. Yeah, Lose his yeah. scholarship. I want to know. Like, we need to have him on the show, and I need to ask him, like, how many tetanus shots he had to take. He almost lost his eyeball. I know. Praise for that. Though. Before we Hope get off, eyeball back. happy birthday, Steve Francis. Ooh, Go franchise. franchise. Once a Nick, gotta, always a Nick. I got to get out of here, guys. Trash. I'm struggling. Peace. All right. Goodbye, you future father. <laughs> Put this heat down. Okay.